Well, hello and welcome to the Church Office Podcast. My name is Gavin Smith and welcome today to my special guest, Andy Gears from Prayer Mate. How are you doing, my friends? Hi, yeah, great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. It's so good to have him on. We love talking about administration, operations, all the work that happens behind the scenes. And uh, there are some really, really useful tools out there that can help us, not just in our own individual walks, but as a church. And so Andy and I met at the FIC conference and I'm like, I've got to get this guy on the podcast. What an absolute legend. And uh, by the end of the podcast, you will definitely agree with me. Um, Andy, tell us tell us a little bit about this app that you've created called Prayer Mate. For somebody listening to the podcast who's not heard anything about it, give me a bit of background on this stuff. So, uh, so Prayer Mate is an app that I originally created in my sort of spare time. Basically, I was studying at Theological College for, for a while, and um, I was part-time running their IT and part-time studying. And then I had this extra day in the middle where I sort of could pursue other things. And so it was a great time to think about that kind of intersection between technology and faith. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, so I, I, I created Premier. I Essentially, I um, I read a book as a student called A Call to Spiritual Reformation by Don Carson. Yeah. About, well, it's about the prayers of Paul, particularly in his different letters. Uh, but Don Carson shared his own kind of uh, how he would pray, basically. And um, mm. uh, yeah, it, it got me really kind of, it was the first time in my life I think I'd really developed my own kind of habit of, of personal prayer and, and intercession. And um but there's a few things I, I sort of found challenging about prayer i mean obviously just setting aside the time to habitually do it is a challenge yeah um, i had these sort of people i would pray for daily and you know the people closest to me um and then i'd have a sort of a, a kind of what i had an, what i had was a little ring binder of pieces of paper uh, that i'd go through um and uh people i pray for regularly but not daily and um and what i tended to find was the people i prayed for daily i would get quite sort of stuck in a rut of like you know praying for this person again like yeah really um lord bless this person and then the people i prayed for less often i had a blank piece of paper and really no idea how to pray um and then simultaneously i had an email inbox full of prayer letters from like people like people working for churches who i supported mm missionaries and they'd sometimes sit unread in my email inbox for a few days until I felt guilty enough to actually like go ahead and read it and then I might pray there and then but when I came to their piece of paper in my ring binder rarely could I actually remember what they'd asked for prayer for like yeah so um so prayer it was an app that I thought here's something that I think I might find useful um and it really tried to combine both those things so firstly it would tell me who to pray for like Here's a list, like the people yeah. I want to pray for every day, and then a different family member or person at church. Yeah. Um, but then also it could give me suggestions of how to pray. I mean, it didn't initially do this, but over time we sort of gradually improved it and added new features. So these days you can get feeds from different churches or charities. So you could get like mm-hmm. open doors, how to pray for the persecuted church today, or yeah, um, you know, different uh, different thing going on around the world in the country. Um, or like download like downloadable prayer packs like five ways to pray for your kids or five ways to pray for an unbelieving friend that kind of thing and yeah i just find so helpful for like when i pray for that person every day at least i'm getting a different suggestion of how to pray and it just really helps keep it fresh and stuff. 
So let me go back over some of these details then, because this is so you you've created this app in in a day a week, particularly in a kind of half term break while you're studying, and essentially what you're describing there is just a an organization of all the different things that you want to pray, bringing it into one one place. Um, I, I can see that that sounds super helpful because uh, you, you're often that we were thinking about our parents we're thinking about our kids we're thinking about our our wives um and then we've got church and mission organizations and all the, all the different things that we want to pray for and all um yeah so it streamlines it and brings it into into one place um now as an administrator is there is there a lovely little tick box that you can click to say you've done this is is that something that exists in there um but you know what we we've I've tried to think really kind of theologically about the whole thing. Like, so it's, um, I've read a lot of uh, stuff about how, you know, our technology ultimately, it really kind of changes us. Yeah. It, it shapes the whole way you think about a particular activity or whatever. So I, we have tried to sort of work really hard at, you know, inevitably to some extent, if you're relying on an app like Prayermate to help you pray, it is going to affect how you then think about prayer and mm. what, what prayer is and, um, uh, uh, Mike Reeves, he had a really good book that I read quite early on called Enjoy Your Prayer Life. And he, he talked about that real danger of prayer becoming just something that you do. Like, a, yeah. and, you know, and he talked about the Pharisees that, or not the Pharisees, but like the religious leaders in Isaiah's day, you know, where God yeah. says, You're, uh, you want to move your lips, but your hearts are far from me. So they're doing all the right things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, it's only really making it worse because it yeah. sort of exposes their hypocrisy. So I've kind of resisted the like tick box kind of <laughs> uh, approach because I just I think that does lean into some of our sort of worst tendencies about how we think about prayer. But we do at least now have a nice big kind of I've finished praying sort of tick box button at the end that people seem to quite like. See, I like that. I, I like that kind of little tick box thing to do it. But but I love I love the way that you are approaching it and 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 how how you've been informed theologically to think how do we pray? Mm. How can we intentionally do this? And, and the app helps you to be intentional, doesn't it? In, in in a way of what areas that you want to pray for, what areas would you like to? Um, and I find it useful in terms of you've just got this record of things that you have prayed for. Mm. And and if we don't have that kind of record, we can't actually, you know, just see God's grace at work and celebrate that with Thanksgiving. Do you know what I mean? Because, you know, things that I were praying for last year, I can't remember. Well, that's one of the things I you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When I'm like, one of the nice things about it is you do kind of, you over time you build up quite a wide range of people who, you put in there like years ago because they asked for some prayer and then you know every now and again they'll come up for prayer and you're like oh, i never would have thought to pray for that person yeah, yeah. yeah but sometimes when they do come up you see their prayer request from even five years ago let's say uh, while i've been for a while and you're like oh wow i can really see how you know my my best man had been asking me to pray but they'd make some friends at church mm. like, i hadn't really thought about it very much other than the times when I prayed. But then I went to his church and was introduced to someone and he, he introduced himself almost as oh, like, I'm friends with Dave. And I was like, ah, oh, you're the answer <laughs> to my prayer. <laughs> it's great. See it. Now you're not going to tell me these stats, but, but as church administrators, we love stats. And, and, and I know, you know, chatting to you, this, this is God's grace at working in, in using your app. We've, we've got, um, 
a phenomenal amount of stats. I think it's over half a million downloads and probably going up higher. Um, you've got 30,000 people using the app every month. Uh, I mean, this is, this is, this is incredible. And then, and then you told me the stat about there's 1.5 million prayers that people are praying using the app every single month. That's something like 18 million a year. I mean, this, this is, it is, it is staggering me um, from, from a little idea to, to where God has taken it now and, and how useful a tool it is being for, for folk in the church. It, it's amazing. So well done, mate. Well done. It's not, yeah. I mean, it really is God's grace. Like, you know, here's this tiny little thing that I thought I would find helpful. And I thought maybe a few other people would, um, I do remember getting really excited when we reached like 4,000 downloads. <laughs> That's the amazing thing ever. So here we are. I mean, it's approaching 600,000 now. So, yeah. Um, but, um, but what I love though, is it's not like, you know, not, I mean, the, the 1.5 million things prayed a month blows my mind every time I yeah. hear it and you think what is God doing in answer to all yeah. those prayers but but above all it's that kind of um I love getting emails from people with the sort of feedback of how it's really kind of helped them in their relationship with God because I guess yeah. prayer is such a kind of fundamental part mm. of our relationship with God someone's emailed the other day you know we've been rolling out and we've been redesigning the app recently over the last few years and been rolling that out and and someone has they were fairly honest in their email I think they were like you know I had sort of fallen out of the habit of using the app a little bit and I was going to uninstall it but I thought well I'll just check out this new interface and he said it sort of helped him like rediscover it and yeah yeah, yeah. but he said it's but it's really helped sort of revitalize his relationship with God again and I like that's the kind of feedback that really warms my heart yeah 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 just you know we're not just a sort of Silicon Valley company trying to make the app as successful as we can because it makes us richer. Um, yeah. Really, you know, it's, we're a charity. It really doesn't. But yeah. Um, uh, but be, because, you know, this, this is stuff that has eternal impact and yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. I love your heart, mate. And, and um, you know, we, let me recommend this for, individuals to use and to download you can download it from the app store google store okay. amazon i've done interviews before where i was went through the whole thing and i never even named the app but it's called prayer mate <laughs> you did the interview without mentioning the name i love that but we'll we'll put the links into into the kind of uh, podcast notes and 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 promote it andy i'm really interested in how people how you link this together how you connect people so if if my wife and i sign up is there a way for our our accounts to link together and for for her things to feed into me and and so forth i, I know we can talk over the kitchen table but but i'm just also there are other things that pop up don't they and and and, and how it links to our church feed i'd be really interested in how you kind of just share a little bit about that yeah yeah so i mean i would say first and foremost it is an app for your own sort of personal devotions and it, it it always sort of historically has worked best in that kind of yeah in that kind of mindset that there are three kind of bits of functionality we offer that that do really help with praying either with other people or with your church especially um so the first one is we we do have groups 
um, which we now offer, which are sort of a bit like a shared list. Um, they 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 were particularly designed initially for like a church small group. So yeah, you create a group. Um, you can either, I mean, the simplest way is to do it under the umbrella of your church, so that the church can create an account and you, you get a certain number of groups for free or yeah. it's a very sort of small fee. But then people can create a group under your church umbrella for free, and then you invite everyone in your group to join it. Um, and it will create a little subject automatically for each person. Yeah. And basically, any prayer requests you write. So, I mean, the, the, the kind of use case was you're meeting in a small group week by week. You share your prayer requests. Mm. Mm. If you're anything like me, again, you you pray there and then, but by the sort of Thursday after, you've totally forgotten. And yeah. Um, but these, it's just we as someone shares, I kind of drop them all down in in the group, and then through the week, it reminds me to pray for those things. And, yeah. 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 Uh, so and that can be used you can also create a personal group which again the person who creates it there's just like a small monthly fee to create a group yeah and you can invite your wife for free to join it um, and yes yeah. um, so yeah we do offer that um, uh, the other one for, for churches we you can your church can create a feed so I used our church publishes on the bulletin sheet a kind of daily prayer suggestion and I used to think, oh, that's a really good idea. And then fold up the piece of paper and shove it in my pocket. And yeah. that'd be the end of it. But uh, yeah. they're now on prayer meet. So they have a, a Houston church prayer feed. Um, we've got this clever thing called the quick import where you can sort of copy and paste from your your sort of Word document or your spreadsheet or whatever and paste it in. And it can sort of, you know, it takes basically 10 seconds to mm. get that week's prayer points loaded in. Um, and then every day when I use prayer mate, it will can pop up with today's prayer point for the church. Um, and that's, you know, that's a really good way for like praying through the different ministries of the church or, you know, if there's an, a guest event or something happening, you can, um, yeah. you know, it's great to be reminded to pray for those kinds of things. Um, and then the third way you can kind of use it with other people, I, I kind of use it with my kids at night for, well, if we get to bed early enough anyway, that's their kind of reward <laughs> if they're punctual as so we get to do it. And um, I've got some, so primarily it's kind of based around this idea of lists and most of my lists are sort of, you know, my own prayer sort of circles essentially, but I've got a few lists that are specifically for my kids. So we have one of their different school uh, friends or classes at school, one for different family members, one for people at church you may know or other families at church, Mm -hmm. and then one of like different um sort of areas of personal godliness and growth i suppose like yeah. when, when they if they heard a particularly memorable memory verse at a kids camp or something we'll, we'll add that to the list um but then so in our shared prayer time i can create a prayer session pulling one item from each of those four lists and, yeah and they love taking it in turns to like pray yeah. through the different categories and things so um so yeah you can sort of isolate if you were to pray with your wife or with another family member or something, you you can sort of set aside a particular set of lists that mm. just for when you pray with that person. Let's say. I love that. So you can create those lists and and do it. I, I hadn't even thought about you know the possibility of getting kids involved and and um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I love that. There's a certain simplicity to be at once it's set up, and I like we've heard of a lot of um, so you know a lot of older people buying the app quite perhaps they get their kids or their grandkids to set it up for them yeah 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 then they can just swipe through but similarly you know we've, we've over the years have had a number of reports of 
children really enjoying it because you can add photos of people to pray okay. for and okay. you, know, you can keep it as simple as you like in terms of how much text you write underneath each name yeah. or whatever and then they can just swipe through and say a little prayer yeah that's good that's great mate and uh well let me encourage you to go down and go and download it for free and go and have a look at it take a look at it and see if this could be of benefit to you on an individual basis if you're a church leader listening um and you're thinking how do i communicate our prayer and things that we've got we'd love to be folks in our church praying for uh, in terms of mission or members or uh, ministries then um then this this could be a really really helpful tool um, to do that and, and i love being able to kind of promote really really good tools but actually behind the people um and your heart andy and your approach is so so encouraging and um and a joy to hear about um talking about kids now i'm quite excited about this because at your stand at the fic conference where we met you were giving out sweets and uh snakes and and i was kind of intrigued as to what what was going on and how this linked into what you adhere to but you've got a new game haven't you that you're in the middle of um developing fill, fill us in on this and and the name yeah. and yeah so we were handing out jelly serpents because our game is called the serpent and the seed um and uh yes it's slightly more ambitious than i perhaps <laughs> intended it to be but it's supposed to be a sort of bible overview basically um so it's in four chapters so chapter one is like the garden of eden and the fall and um so sort of essentially that's sort of setting up the problem of like what well, why is the world the yeah. way it is there's so much beauty in the world and yet also so much brokenness that we experience and yeah um, but it ends with that promise from genesis 3 of your seed will crush the head of the serpent yeah um, and so the rest of the game is tracing that promise through the bible basically chapter two yeah. is like the whole of the rest of the old testament uh in a well into <laughs> meeting different candidate seeds so is it going to be abraham is it going to be moses yeah is it going to be david well yeah. no but then they all come of their own promises like a seed of abraham will be a blessing yeah. to the nations or a seed of david will be king forever and then chapter three uh, i won't spoil the surprise as to who the seed <laughs> um yeah yeah so uh we're really really excited about it actually um been a bit of a labor of love for mine i'm basically 19 years into my dream of trying to make a bible computer game 19 Fairly. years wow okay. it was kind of born out of frustration of uh, sort of six or seven years into that i was just getting nowhere and i was really like despondent about the whole thing so i was like i'm just gonna have to make something smaller and let's make this prayer yeah. um but then through prayer we've been able to set up this charity discipleship tech Sort of yeah. more broadly using technology to help people get to know Jesus better which and then that's provided the structure through which we've kind of been able to revisit the game idea so we're three years into building the serpent and seed and uh, we've taken a little demo to various well last year it was mostly Christian conferences like the FIC mm. one and um, yeah. especially Word Live back in April yeah and it was really exciting you know after like a sort of 18 years in that's the first time we've been able to put a game yeah hands and say play this and they seem to love it but our real heart of it is not just to kind of reach christian people and christian yeah. kids um, yeah. we really wanted to build something that would help a non-christian engage with the bible and discover the sort of hope within its pages and um, yeah. i got it was basically inspired by some research that the bible society did where they surveyed twenty thousand uk adults and their big what about attitudes to the bible in particular and their big headline 
discovery was one in four were kind of open to engaging with the Bible and finding out more. Um, but they also identified certain impediments that stopped them, like not yeah. understanding the big picture of, of the Bible, yeah, and yeah. not seeing how it's relevant. Storyline of scripture, yeah, yeah. So, so our real heart is to kind of engage with some of those people and help them sort of help orient them with the Bible and how to how to get started. And um, so, this last well, two weeks ago now, two weeks ago today, uh, we took it to our first secular games conference. Um, and with a little bit of trepidation as to how people would, <laughs> would respond. But honestly, people seem to absolutely love it. Um, I'm really kind of blown away by the response. And uh, that was massively encouraging for us to sort of try and crack on and get the game finished. Um, so, um, so yeah, it's quite an unusual game. It's very kind of, um, it's quite chilled. You know, it's not like high octane. Yeah. Uh, anything. But um, it's got really beautiful artwork. Um, we've got some incredible music by a little indie folk duo uh, from America okay. called Bishop Hooper. Um, and they really specialize in writing songs based on the Bible. So they've done, for each of our four chapters, they've written just the most incredible otherworldly Amazing. songs. And then a bunch of other sort of music in between. Um, and it, yeah, it's just, it's really kind of... Y- y- yeah, otherworldly is the only word I can really use. You you know yeah. you've sort of encountered something special when you hear it, and it yeah, it's really you know I've had people on the verge of t- this conference last week. Someone was on the verge of tears. He said, "I never expected a game to make me cry." <laughs> a gospel impact. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it really helps people right. feel the having sort of enjoyed the the sort of perfection of Eden, and then you yeah. see it ripped away and. It, just that brokenness yeah yeah no that sounds great and so when's the um when are you hoping to get this launch it's 19 years in work you're three years into development well between you and me gavin i'm i'm sort of working towards having it ready to launch this like ideally like for advent this year yeah failing that i think maybe like the 20 year anniversary will be like okay middle of january but um that's that's what we're working towards. There's a lot left to do, but we've built we've built the kind of key, all the kind of key Bible moments. I would say yeah. that I haven't done the new creation yet. That's that's uh, this month's job. But um, <laughs> we've then just got to go. There's a lot of sort of context setting, extra mm. detail that we want to add in. But, um, yeah. Um, yeah. Mate, well, we will let's let's do a podcast together on your launch. Love to hear. Yeah. about it love to play it and um is it are you thinking it's going to be a chargeable thing that people can buy and download no i, you... I mean again don't hold me to this but um i suspect we'll be giving it away for free i mean that's that's certainly our i hope because a lot of the game has been funded through charitable grants and um yeah. i i think our sort of you know yeah we we want to get as many people as possible to play it basically and yeah. um, uh so I, th- I think it will be we'll be able to give away for free which um yeah the challenge then will be to sort of how to fund um you know definitely have a little bit of uh, fundraising left to do this year but yeah we'll see well if you're listening to this and you think that gosh I, this is something i would love to see whether you're a church leader and you've got some finance or you're an individual that's thinking oh what could i how could i use my funds over the next year 
to to see something really come to market that would really bless kids in the church but also this lovely focus of saying how do we get kids playing this outside the church with the with the gospel opportunity um to tell people about christ and to to visually see you know just the storyline of scripture uh, unfold and just the glorious of of christ coming to rescue us um is 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 exciting mate so um yeah if you'd like to get involved in funding what what's the best way of doing that andy uh, well we have a website serpentseedgame.org and uh there's um yeah there is a sort of you can donate to discipleship text through that that form or, or just drop us an email our email address is on there and uh great and so the discipleship text tech sorry is um is the kind of umbrella for both of these projects have you got other projects that, that yeah, you yeah, worth filling us in on yeah, so it's so that's our sort of registered charity um, here in the UK, and um, as I say, it's it's kind of our tagline is using technology to help people get to know Jesus better. Um, yeah. So that includes Prayermate, and you know, for a lot of people, Prayermate is the sort of by far the better known uh, brand. Um, we also have a little Bible reading app we made. Um, uh, we kind of did a very simple version a few years ago, and then last year for Word Live, we we kind of revamped it. Um, it's called Redeeming Time. Yeah. Um, and that the idea of that is, you know, you, you've got those sort of five minutes between, or waiting for a bus, or sat on the sofa while you're waiting, uh, and like, it's so easy to just you go on Instagram or whatever and mm. scroll away those minutes, and they quickly, you know, it becomes twenty minutes before you know it. Um, so the idea of redeeming time is you tell it, I've got five minutes or 10 minutes, a minute will suggest a bit of the Bible that you can read in that time. Brilliant. Um, gives you a little prayer and, and then a few questions for reflection at the end. And um, uh, But then also the, the, our new update is it, it is a sort of alternative mode where it says, well, not a, what if I had five minutes, not just as a one-off, but if mm. I had five minutes every day, and actually over three days, you can get through a more substantial period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, over a month you can get through is quite a lot actually so um yeah and actually that's just i mean it's a very small app compared to prayer mate but that's just reached a really exciting couple of uh milestones so it's it's just about to have its ten thousandth download but more encouragingly uh ten thousand people have or, or ten thousand bible books have been read in the past year so is that right ten thousand bible books that is great well, that is i mean there are probably a lot of them are quite short ones like one john or Philemon or something like that but um but still, still yeah it's still it's great the vision behind that is not necessarily that you're going to be using it seriously for years on end but it, it's just as sort of kick start, start that kind of habit of yeah, what yeah, if yeah. instead of turning to social media instinctively what if i was just to try and get more of god's word into me and, yeah so yeah Andy, I, I love that. And and your your passion to get people in scripture, your passion um to get people praying and kids involved in, in this game and mate, it's it's so, so encouraging. And uh thanks for all you're doing on that, mate. And I hope listeners can can connect into to one of these three projects and support you in some ways and and yeah, at the same time benefit from from using them and if you're a church leader particularly in in thinking about this prayer aspects then please get in touch with with andy or get in touch with us and we'll pass you on to 
to Andy and, and answer any questions and something like that. Um, we'd love to do that. But thanks for taking the time to to chat to us on the podcast today, mate. It's great to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, we wish you all the best in everything you do. And if the church office can support you in any way that we can, then we'd love to be able to partner with you and do that. So um, it's a, be a privilege. Well, thank you so much for listening. And uh, thanks for stopping in and um, listening in to Andy and, and all the different tech that he's got going to encourage people. If you've got any questions or any ways that the church office can better support you in your work behind the scenes in churches, administration operations, then please get in contact. We'd love to uh, get to know you and find out a little bit about how we can serve you. Um, any questions, questions at thechurchoffice.co.uk. Uh, the website has got new things added each week, so please look at those things and uh, hopefully they'll, they'll be a blessing to you. All right, we'll see you again on the podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.